coming up on Mobile Learning in the Classroom, Digital ReadWorks. Hi, I'm Zoe, and today on Mobile Learning in the Classroom, we're going to look at ReadWorks Digital. So last time we looked at readworks.org and just as a quick refresher, it was a place that had a lot of different reading texts and some lesson plans and we talked about one of my favorite features which was the get an article a day feature. And what we're going to look at now is readworks digital. And this is where you can actually set up a classroom, have your students log in with their Google account, which when I saw that the students could use their Google account, it made me really happy because a lot of K-12 schools are starting to use Google Classroom, so you can just really seamlessly engage that way. And then again, your students don't have to remember another login and another password. And you know, good news for teachers is you don't either. So when you just go to digital.readworks.org, you get this welcome screen that says, I'm a teacher or I'm a student. So I'm gonna go ahead and go over to my teacher login. And when I'm logged in as a teacher, I can find and assign articles, create classes, assign student reading online, and again, I can support their progress. I can see where they are, what they're doing. So we go to create class. Up here, class admin. Create a class. So again, you choose what grade you work with. So this only does go K-12. So if you're working in higher ed, they don't have passages specifically designed for higher ed. But if you have a freshman intro class, you might start them off with some 11-12 readings. Um, so we're going to go 11-12. I'm going to name my class. And we'll say next. So again, you can import a roster. So if you're not using Google Classroom and your students don't Google, that's fine. You can use a roster. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and do the Google option. So when I add my students, again, they're going to get a class code. And if you've used many of the online tools we've talked about, students are used to entering a class code. Socrative uses them, um, Nearpod, Pear Deck, several of them use them. So we'll go ahead and copy the code. And over here, I'm a student. I'll enter my class code. I'll log in with my Google account. There we go, so I'm in the test class. So again, for the student view, it'll show them assignments to do and then assignments that they've submitted. So if I go back over to my teaching side, I can assign some readings. So let's go to assignments and I'll go to my test class. I'll find some articles. So again, you can do it by grade or by Lexile. So if you have students that have varying levels of reading in your class or you have a strong ELL population in your class, you can assign by Lexile level instead of grade level. I'm gonna stick with grade level for now. So I'll limit it to 11 and 12. Um, and it's all topics right now. So you can do informational text or literature. I can, from the article a day set, I can do those and assign those as homework. So we'll go ahead and see what happens when I do article a day. They don't have any, how sad. All right, so we'll go back and I'll just take this first one, I'll add it to my list. 
and then from my list I should be able to assign it, right? So once you've found something you want to assign to your students, and you know, my 11th and 12th graders will think the Bloody Massacre is something kind of cool to read about. So we'll go ahead and assign it. I'll give it to my class. So you can either give it to the whole class or you can give it to specific students. So if you're looking at students in your class, we'll go ahead and give it to the whole class. But again, if you know that you have reading groups signed, set up in your class, you can give one reading to one group. You can assign the readings based on their Luxile level, or if they're not on grade level, you can assign a reading for the grade level they're at. And then again, as they progress through, you can scaffold them up. So, and we'll say it's due Friday. We'll go ahead and assign it. So I'll go to assignments. And it's been assigned to the whole class. So if I go over to my student section, I should be able to see Hmm, should be able to see my assigned. Let's see. Let's assign another one. Phonograph, we'll assign it. So if I go to student, because they should show up. Oh, there it is. Okay. So your students can view the assignment. So they'll open the reading. They go through the reading, read, 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 read. And then there's vocabulary. So just like we saw last week, right, with those lesson plans where it had the reading text, it had vocabulary, and then it has questions, only now in the student section, I'm answering these reading comprehension questions, and I didn't actually do the reading, so I'm just going to go through and guess. But as I'm reading and answering these questions, then the teacher gets the responses, and then you have then you have information that you can work with. So then there are some short answer questions, and I submit, and I submit anyway. So then when I go to the teacher section, I can look at the results, and it'll show me which ones were right, which ones were wrong, and my guessing was very, very ineffective, so I got most of them wrong. But, so let's say you have a student that does really bad or doesn't seem to understand the reading very well, you can reassign the same text. So again, it doesn't have to be an all or nothing sort of thing. And when you reassign the text, they, can, they get the chance to read it again. And maybe you do some work in class where you tell them maybe you need to read more slowly. What parts of the text did you find confusing? Maybe the text was just too challenging for where they're at, so you need to give them a different type of reading. Um, but then, you know, I could grade the assignment. And, you know, again, since there were 10 questions, it's doing it out of 10, but you can go through and modify. And then you can give them feedback. So I think this is especially useful in the short answer questions. When they're giving you that response, then as the teacher, you could say either this was a really well thought out response or it's a good start, but did you consider this part of the passage? Um, so again, you get that chance to, you know, give each student what they need. It does have some analytics built in where you can evaluate sort of the progress of where they are. And this again is nice because you can get this on a mobile device. So if your students have iPads, 
um, if they're at home and their parents have a tablet or a smartphone, they can do their reading on a mobile device. They can do it in class. So again, if you have reading corners, they can do it there. And again, I like that it's an extension of what we have in readworks.org. So even if your students aren't using the online platform or you know, your students have trouble reading digital texts, you can still come over to, to ReadWorks that we talked through last time and get a printout um, or just look at doing the lessons in the classroom. But then you have this option over here where you can sort of extend that and incorporate more of that digital learning platform for your students. So this has been ReadWorks Digital and we'll see you next time.